This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 O'Clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 O'Clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. Yard Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We are live at State Farm Arena tonight. Hawks taking on Milwaukee. Minus Trey. We're going to talk more about that. What? As Trey is ill and has been uh, ruled out for tonight's game, and uh, I know a lot of people responding to us at Mike Bell, ATL, and put them up, see Dukes. Listen, we're just telling you what we think. We don't know what the circumstances are. If Trey could play, he would, but that's where we are, and we really, really need Clint Capella back. But, guys, today our Falcons organization had a chance to address the media. This is what we call the exit interview. As the season is wrapped up, we're not going to the playoffs, and the general manager and the head coach – get a chance to speak. And I want to talk about Terry Fontenot's comments, Mike, and get into this a little bit. We're going to replay Arthur Smith, who came on with us in the 3 o'clock hour. For those of you who missed it, talking about the team, his thoughts also on Marcus Mariota and whether he's going to be back next year, and Desmond Ritter. That's to come in about 20 minutes. But, Mike, let me ask you this before we hear some of what Terry Fontenot said. Going into this particular offseason, Where we are, we've not been here in a very long time. And what I mean, Falcon fans, is we have money to spend. We have flexibility. We know this roster is going to turn over, but we also have draft capital. That means picks. All the things we've kind of wanted to help make this team better are going to culminate this offseason. And this is what Terry Fontenot is going to be tasked with. Right. We have been waiting and waiting and waiting for this, and now it's finally here. Now, it doesn't mean, guys, you sit there and simply go for the most expensive piece in every damn position because it will be done in three picks. We've got to be doing this judiciously. We've got to address offensive line. And then we're going to go work on the defensive line. And, uh, again, I love Squid Billy's idea of Deron Payne. We looked at some, some good corners there, guys. There's some, uh, some folks that are going to cost some, some change, guys, uh, to maybe beef up your pass rush, and then you go address the draft. But this team – finally has the chance to do it, to do it right. $69.8 million in cap space for years, Carl. Alex Mack was the last big impact guy yeah. we were able to get. Yeah. You know, and, and ever since then, we've been obviously on a budget. We don't have to rewind. We know why we got there. Julio's deal, Matt's deal, kept kicking the can down, moving the money. Now we can do it. But, Carl, 
I'm more concerned about what are we going to do with this draft? I want to make sure we get this draft class right because I told you earlier I've only got about six sacks from my two drafts from Terry Fontenot so far. All right. So let's talk about the defense because two things are going to happen. One is what Mike's talking about. The other is who are you bringing in here to run this defense? Don't laugh. Don't, don't, don't just wave it off as if it's not a big deal. Whoever's going to come in here, Mike, has to be a guy that we are going to improve under. We cannot take a step back. We felt like we were making progress with Dean Pease, but now Dean Pease makes a decision to retire. The, the, this, this roster, some of these guys on defense will be back, but some of them won't. And I want to know what the plan is going to be. You'll hear what Arthur Smith had to say about hiring that individual, but Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith both know what they want on defense. Yeah, it, we've had a lot of conversations even uh, while Dean was here, Arthur knows what he wants on defense. Arthur doesn't, as a head coach, as a play caller, as an off, he doesn't just stay on one side of the building and just focus on the offense. He's involved in every phase, special teams, defense, uh, offense. So he's involved in every area. And so he knows which he's always known as a what structure he wants, what types of, he knows what affects him as a play caller and, and, and what you struggle with. So he knows what he wants it to look like. And him and Dean obviously uh, conversated a lot and him and the defensive coaches. So it's not like now we're bringing in a new visionary of the defense and he's going to have a whole different you know author really knows what he's looking for and and he's he'll be strategic in that when we sign when we draft players we weren't prisoners in the moment and they're not going to fit we're drafting players that are can be multiple and can fit what we're looking for you're not locked in guys now again we'll hear from arthur smith coming up at 520 as our strong arm story of the day but Carl, because half of your defense is on one-year deals yeah. or they're rookies, you're not married to a you know a four-three or a three-four. Maybe you want to have what Dan Quinn tried to do a couple of years ago, a four-three-ish defense. You're in the nickel 60% of the time anyway. Your base defense though would be a four-three. We've got person. We, it's that's easily fixed. That's not like we're locked in. There's no problem. So fans don't sweat that for a second. I don't think that is the concern. I agree with you on that. Terry Fontenot, general manager of our Falcons, here on the Falcon Report. It's Dukes and Bell live at State Farm Arena. Hawks taking on Milwaukee tonight. Let's hear Fontenot talk about what they are looking at when it comes to the combine and the draft process right now. Where are they? Yeah, we're right in the heart of everything, and and uh, the scouting department does a really good job. We've already had some um, college meetings in December. The the pro staff has been in pro meetings uh, for the last couple weeks, and so we're right in the heart uh, of that. Now, as we wrap up the season, the first thing we do is is we look in the mirror. And we're going to look at every aspect of the program and assess every detail, take a deep dive and look at the things that went well, the things we want to continue to build on and where are the areas that that we need to improve. So so we'll take our time and we'll first self-scout and self-assess and then we'll move forward. Now, the next thing I'm going to play for you guys, Mike was uh, was was a little disgruntled with the idea of what's the plan, because. This is year three, or we're going into year three, right? An offseason, when we start 2023-24 season, that'll be year three of Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. And Fontenot was asked today about entering the next phase. Like, where, where are we in this plan since you guys got hired, and, and what's the process look like? This is what he said, and then, Mike, I want you to respond, because earlier you were asking me, like, okay, I hear you, but this is Terry Fontenot. We're in the next phase of the plan. So, so um, we had a plan from the very beginning, and now we're in the next phase of that. And this is going to be a different offseason than we had in the previous years. Um, we, and yet, we're still going to be 
smart and we're still going to um, handle things the right way. We're still going to set parameters and have discipline in everything we do. Um, and yet, it's going to be a different offseason um, than it was. And, and yes, decisions we made before, we knew exactly what we're stepping into. We knew what the challenge was. And we knew, okay, early on in year one, we, we're going to have a lot of young players, but we have to sign some veterans that because we want to establish the culture and we want to establish our identity and, and, and we want to make sure we're, we're setting a foundation the right way. Okay. They took over a crap show, right? That's why it's going to be different. We've gotten past the Matt Ryan, the Julio, the Calvin Ridley situation. Right. Mike, I think that is more of what he's talking about. But why did that bother you when he talks about this plan? Well, I mean, the phase, I get it. Like We're talking about the broad strokes here. But I just thought, I, I still don't know what I've got. I, I think I've got a handle on Arthur Smith. I like what he's doing. And, and if he made mistakes the first year, he's learned from them. And the only mistake we made this year is not moving to Ritter sooner. But Ritter had to be ready. But – no, I'm still not sold on because when, how did you get the job? Did Arthur Blank make it clear to you you couldn't have implemented moving on from Matt Ryan when everyone outside of Atlanta said it was time to move on and let's rip the Band-Aid off a year ago as opposed to – now, again, we still would have had some serious cap ramifications in this season Either well. way, either way. Right. But I just – I wonder, you know, was it Arthur thinking we could literally have the baby without the labor pains and go from Matt Ryan right to Deshaun Watson and you made your general manager look like kind of a nitwit for a couple of weeks back in April and March last year? Either way, this phase, okay, we're on to it. $70 million in cap space thereabouts. Uh, a chance to take your picks. We got like a lot of good prime picks in those first hundred, so we can go do some things there. But when you look at be honest, this this recent draft class, Drake London finally gets the ball in his hands. Yes. He's showing out. Yeah. Epicady, I, I don't know what to say about him. I like Troy Anderson. I think you see the brilliance in his game, sideline to sideline. To your point earlier, if it's a 3-4 and a 4-3, you know, Ritter, we think he could be the guy. They didn't commit to quarterback because there's no reason picking eighth to let the rest of the league think you might not take a quarterback. I agree. So that's why, guys, don't, don't get hung up on that either. Tyler Algier is a home run. If Schaefer could ever get the confidence and, and get the smarts in the NFL acumen, we thought he'd be a beast. But the previous draft class, Carl, it's Kyle Pitts, Richie Grant, and a lot of, you know, Drew Dahlman did start this year, Taquan Graham. So I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I, it's a two-year sample size. I'm not sold on the GM just yet. That's, that, I'll leave it there. All right, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Find us, follow the show, Dukes and Bell 92.9. Follow Mike and Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put em Up, see Dukes in this radio show, Dukes and Bell 92.9, the radio station again, 92.9 The Game. We are on the gram, guys, and across all other social media platforms. We would love to hear from you. This is where GMs make their money. GMs are about the offseason. GMs are about team building. GMs are about getting the right players and the right selections right. Then it's up to Arthur Smith to put that together. And so this is Terry Fontenot's time. And that doesn't mean that Arthur Smith, he said it to us, and you'll hear him talk about, you know, being collaborative on things. doesn't mean he's not going to have a voice. Of course he right. is. But when these decisions are made, this is what Mike and I will be talking about come not next season, but two seasons when we're four years in and the team doesn't look like it should. That right. is what we're talking about. i got to be honest. I'm more upset about losing Dean Pease because Dean Pease, guys, we lost every game. Eight of ten games, I told you yesterday, Carl, just one possession. We were in every game. It yep. was bend, don't break. Yes, I get it, guys. They were on the, Other teams were on the field a lot. But this team held almost every opponent down the stretch to 21 points or less. I just wish he was sticking around for the new look of this team. 
when we get some real badass free agents and some big hitters in here and see what he can do with it. I mean, it'll be very curious to see if we go with a different philosophy on defense. It's, a big, it's a big move. It's a big deal. It, that, that hire is not like, oh, all right, well, I really don't care. It is a big I deal. I mean, guys, it's, it's, it's creating Jared, A.J. Terrell, and a lot of meh. Well, you know, and, and young guys learning on the job. Well, and here's the thing, too. To Grady's credit, you know, when he went off at the end of the season and he said, you know, different years, same blank, we're wasting away his really good years here, right? He doesn't want to go through a new defensive coordinator where, oh, we got to learn on the job for two more seasons before we're any good. Bull corn. Right. right. We don't want to do that. Hey, fans, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know how realistic it is, but fans out there think we should be in the playoffs next year. And I do, too. I do, too. I'm not I got to be honest. Call me a crazy man. I do, too. I think we got to be in the playoffs next year. year I think this division completely changes. Correct. And there's no reason why, with the momentum we've seen, you can't build on it. All right, one more thing from Terry Fontenot, and that is how many of these guys do you want to resign that are eligible? Are you bringing Caleb McGarry back? What about Lorenzo Carter, Eric Harris? Some of these guys, and you're going, Eric Harris, he was great on special teams all year, guys. Sometimes you find a role. Terry Fontenot talked about re-signing the guys that are here and uh, what that looks like. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Coach is there on the WadeFord.com hotline. Coach, we appreciate you today. I know you're probably tired of talking, huh? We got more questions for you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm always enjoying talking to you all. Fire away. Uh, we appreciate it, Coach. I, I want to start. Mike and I have been debating this, obviously, and talking with our listeners about it. How do you make a decision on the quarterback situation? Because I think we feel like that decision is made. It allows you to set the board and move forward with some of the other things that you want to do. We've been asking you this for four weeks now, so we'll ask you now that the season is over. How do you come to that determination? Have you seen enough? And where are you at on that? Yeah, we're certainly not in a, in a spot as of today to say, hey, this is our starter, that's our starter, or for the future, or, you know, we're going to go find somebody else. I mean, I know that's not what anybody wants to hear right now, but in fairness to the organization, the team, we like a lot of things we've seen, does. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things we want to make sure as we go back and take some time away from the season and evaluate it and look at all of our options. But yeah, it's a huge part of the strategy. If uh, you got your quarterback, that that changes everything. And, right. and if you don't feel like you do, then obviously you got to pivot and go find a different avenue to go get one. I know we, we want to ask you all about the uh, the offseason. Now we can talk about the offseason, but just real quick, fun to wrap up the season with two victories. Yeah. You know, and, Cal, and, again, we talked about you know, Desmond. Can he do the job? Can he make the throws? I thought he executed some really some, some really tough throws. I thought it was great to see him get some touchdowns. I, mean, I hate to see him you know, botching another snap, but in, in total, I mean, is he progressing to, your, to the point the way you expected him to? Yeah, he certainly is. I mean, the thing that I thought that was impressive, though, you know, even in the New Orleans game, you get in those critical situations. Like, it's pretty damn calm under pressure. And he gave me the confidence. There's a couple things I want to see, but at the same time, I wasn't going to be reckless. Where I had no issue. I had all the faith in the world in him on those fourth down calls. You know, he, he did a nice job. And he didn't go back to New Orleans, but certainly against Tampa. And did a nice job even, you know, in the play extension. When he's looking to throw, being able to change the arm angles, the touch, even to, to prove it on the touchdown pass. You know, that's not a far throw, but it takes a little savviness, you know, the, the speed you want on the ball right there and put it put it on him. And uh, you saw his confidence grow. And uh, so 
you know, he did a lot of positives, certainly things we got to look to improve, but felt good, you know, winning the last two games for sure. You recognize the voice. It's our head coach, Arthur Smith of our Atlanta Falcons, joining us here on Dukes and Bell. Coach, I got to give you credit. Offseason, you told Mike and I, I'm going to run the ball. <laughs> season started, we ran the ball. And we ended the season with, you know, over, uh, you know, the, the third in the league in rushing and fourth in yards per carry. But how do you improve this O-line, Coach? What do you need to do in that area? Well, you know, it's certainly what the strategy, you know, going into there, we felt that was our best opportunity, you know, to certainly to win early. And we needed to build the confidence at line and establish the line of scrimmage. Now, as we got going, we, there's certain things we need to expand in the passing game, no doubt. But I think what it showed, too, is that we could pivot to the strengths. A year ago, we kind of leaned on that. And we were – Deficient running the ball. Obviously, there was an emphasis that it went damn near uh, complete opposite the other way, but we felt that was a strength that kept us in some games early, built some confidence, and then, you know, we needed to improve the passing game, and we certainly tried. And then when Dez got in there, I thought things got a little bit better, but that'll be a big point of emphasis, you know, going forward to be more balanced and more explosive. It is the Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, with us. We really uh, appreciated you giving a chance for Dean Pease to speak with the media and talk about the things that uh, he did this year. I thought the defense, I know we brought this up a few times talking to you, it was bend, don't break. They had you in almost every game. Eight of the ten were you know one-possession games that, uh, that they lost. But now you could technically flip the script because so many of the guys on the roster are on one-year deals and they're rookies. So I guess I know you brought this up talking to the media, but are you married to a 3-4 or 4-3 when you think about your next defensive coordinator? Well, you're not going to shut anything off, but but I like, you know, there's a lot of really, I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks and, and talking to several candidates. You know, there are a lot of hybrid players, and it's 3-4. Are you 3-4? Well, how many downs are you really in true base? You know, you can get the, the five down fronts out of sub-personnel. You know, you can put two. There are times we put Troy Anderson and, you know, Rashawn down there with three big guys. You know, you can mix and match when you're multiple. So there's a lot of schemes like that around the league. I mean, there's some pure, you know, four down fronts. So this hybrid model, yes, but there's a lot of a lot of, a lot of ways we can go with it so it doesn't limit you where you only talk about, oh, this guy's been with them. And that, that's not going to be the case. The decision, is it solely yours, Coach, on this D.C. hire? How, how will that be done with the organization? Well, certainly it comes with our coaching, but everything we do is collaborative, but ultimately i got to make the decision. But I don't you know, anything that Terry and I do, we certainly, we collaborate. You never want, regardless of, you know, everybody gets obsessed with, all right, who's got the call on this? Who's got the call on that? If you don't have a co collaborative leadership group, uh, that, that's not going to work out in the long run. So you want to make sure, like, hey, I've got conviction. You know, you want other people's opinions. Well, you know, there's nothing we're going to do that's going to blindside anybody. That's just not smart business practice. Uh, so it's a collaborative effort, but ultimately, you know, I've got to live with the decision. So that's kind of how it works. Um, but we've got a great football staff. We've got a great leadership staff. Obviously, starting with Mr. Blank and, and Rich. Uh, it's such a positive energy in our in our building because we, we do collaborate on things. And you can strip your egos down and understand and get everybody's opinion. And then ultimately, it is Terry and I's job. We've got to make a decision. That's what we get paid to do. But that's what makes coming to work so much fun here and what we've built so far. It was uh, last offseason, as Arthur Smith joins, as you said, you know, there's kind of like three positions on the offensive line that needed to be improved. Going into this next season, how many positions on your offensive line need to be improved? 
well, it's hard to answer right now. I mean, we know what we want to do, but there's some things that can be out of your control, right? So, and you always got a plan that you always want to continue to, to add depth. I don't think you can have enough depth in front players that you develop. That's why I like the fact that we've got a lot of picks. So you're constantly, because you know you're an injury away, and if you don't have any depth, I got a you know, swing tackle or an inside that can, that can possibly play center. Yeah, you know, opening day depth chart may look clean, but if you don't have that depth behind them and you're not developing, your team can get old in a hurry. Um, so it's tough to answer right now. We certainly like the way that the four guys that played the majority of snaps played, but we'll see what happens as the offseason progresses. Coach, I know you said today in the presser, you know, the East-West Shrine game was official, wasn't official. I heard you laugh kind of jokingly. <laughs> but this is a good chance for you guys to go evaluate and see some players that you might not see normally up close and personal. How does that help you with the evaluation process? Well, that's a huge help. You know, I, I enjoy doing that. Anytime you get a chance, and it certainly be good for our staff as, they, you know, as you develop. But for me personally, you get to see players in meetings, and, you know, that it's – it's easy to try to fake a 15, 30 minute, even an hour interview, but you kind of see their habits day after day. And obviously those guys will go on a lot of different teams, but they come, everything comes full circle. Like I, I think about that 2014 senior bowl uh, that, I, that I coached in and, and the amount of players that have come back up to free agency or we've worked them out. And there's a lot of knowledge that you gain it really helps you know what the draft class and how it all plays out. I know that uh, there's so much work to be done, and the playoffs are still continuing in the NFL, but uh, Mariota was there today to get his final physical clean-out, his locker. Has the ship sailed for you with Mariota? Because uh, you could argue you'd like to have maybe a a veteran with some experience if Ritter can win the job again to be the starter to back him up. Is that still an option for you? All options are on the table. You know, there's no decision that's been made today. You know, those are conversations that we'll continue to have. And, you know, obviously there's – deadlines and certain guys you got to make decisions on but we haven't made any final decisions as of today sorry coach i was laughing i apologize <laughs> it's it's arthur smith here with us on tukes and bell i'll tell you what man i mean i, I give you good coach coaches being a coach you got to be able to walk the line you could be a presidential press secretary man you, he does a nice job every week with this but stuff. you know what he's right, right. though it, it, we're asking the questions right. but but I, I don't think a lot of decisions have been made i know uh, falcon fans were impatient right we're right. like we want to know i don't, I don't think know. a lot of this stuff has been made and if it has right. there may be some other things that have to play out coach and we try to explain that to our listeners and let people know all right I, I want to pick your brain a little bit here just about the playoffs because I do want to ask you um, now that you'll have time I guess to watch a little bit of this uh, I'd love to be in it and, and be in the dance ourselves as a coach how do you prepare differently for the playoffs you've been there you've done that you've been AFC championship games what happens with the teams and the coaching staff as you start to prepare because we're going to get a chance to watch wild card Saturday and Sunday and then the Monday night game this weekend yeah, obviously we wish we were still playing, and uh, and that's what that's our charge. And you know, this time next year, hopefully we're we're making a Wednesday call as we're either having a buy or getting ready to play. So yeah, that's certainly uh, that, that that's the plan. So, but yeah, when you're in these things, you know the stakes are you can feel the intensity. I mean, every NFL game is is a grind, but uh, the possessions magnify. You know, when you're, you're in those things, I mean, every every play is going to feel like third down. And uh, it's, it's a, such a fun environment. I mean, that's what you, you work so hard to do. And, and the NFL playoffs are unlike anything else because you're one and done. It's like March Madness. And so, you know, it allows you to – you've got to be at your best. And 
and it's what you work all, all year for. But those are fun games to be a part of, and they're intense. By the way, speaking of playoffs, I don't know, if, now that the season is winding down, I know the, the work continues for you, but you get a chance to watch the Georgia game the other night. And as an, as an offensive mind like yours, how much fun was it to watch, if you were rooting for Georgia, watch that thing go down the way it did? Well, I was certainly uh, rooting for Georgia. I'll be the uh, homer since I've been here, and I've got uh, ties to Georgia now. But uh, I was rooting hard for the Bulldogs, so hopefully I didn't offend any random TCU uh, Falcons fan. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it's impressive what Georgia's done, what Kirby's done over there, and, th- and those players. Uh, I mean, it was a buzzsaw the other night. So, happy for Georgia. Yeah, it was incredible. Coach Arthur Smith joining us. Coach, what about all this money we have now in free agency? I mean, we've gone through cap hell. You've experienced it. But now, literally, you can look at players differently. How does that change your approach and Terry's approach as you guys move through this offseason? Yeah, well, it changes a lot. I mean, there was things when I got here and realized, you know, okay, here's some of the obstacles. Okay, what are our solutions? And that's why I'm always appreciative of those guys that, you know, we had that, that were free agents that took minimum deals and, and help that first year, and they gave us everything I had. And last year, some of the strategy is we kind of cleaned the deck again. And uh, it's certainly different. And, you know, certainly allow us to start with our own players. You know, where, where even a year ago, I'll give you an example, like Foye, you know, we, a guy that we couldn't afford no matter what, and uh, regardless of how it was going to play out. And so when you're doing that, you're talking about building depth, strategy about going to get certain guys that you feel good about that can upgrade your roster where they fit into the pieces of the puzzle so it's a completely different vibe it's a completely different uh level of excitement for me going into this offseason right what's your number one i mean every falcon fan's got their number one i think for falcon fans like carl and i they've been, i've been here since 98 it's pass rush i'd love to find a way for us to get in that pass rush business on a consistent sure. basis yeah and it could come from all different you know just because something doesn't happen day one on free agency a lot of my experience you know, there's going to be, you know, there's a couple guys, right, the big names. And then as, strategically, as you get into week two and three, I mean, think about when we got Patterson. You know, it was, it was late in free agency. And, you know, obviously there was a vision and, and recruitment with, uh, you know, guys that have been with him before. And, and you can make a huge signing there or, or you can add some really good depth at certain spots. But, yeah, we're, the pass rush, and it can come in different ways. It's not just definitely a defensive end or outside. You talk about inside pressure players that can really open up things on the outside or open up some more one-on-ones. you got backers that are really good third-down guys that can play on the line of scrimmage. And then we still got those draft, all that draft capital, too, to address it. Uh, but that'll be a huge point of emphasis for us. It is Dukes and Bell live at State Farm. We're talking with our supervisor, Mike Conti, who has just sabotaged this segment as we're back from talking to Arthur Smith. Our conversation earlier as he and Terry Fondo did the joint press conference. No, they're not. And just real quick, we said this earlier for you guys who missed it. They're not going to commit to Ritter because there may be a team wants to trade up to eight for a quarterback. So, guys, it's a poker game. You keep all your options open. So that's why they've got to maintain that that front today. Yeah. Talking about the offseason. They may be totally committed privately. Publicly, let's see what the offers are and let's see what we can get. All right, guys, coming up, we'll react to some of the things he said, but we're also going to take you around the NFL because there's plenty of stuff going on, including who is Sean Payton talking to next? It's Dukes and Bell live from State Farm Arena. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it is dukes and bell thanks to coach arthur smith for stopping by today as the season is over and uh, we start planning towards the offseason and what this thing's going to look like. By the way, if you missed it, you may have heard me mention it in our, in our interview. Our coaching staff is going to be coaching the East-West Shrine game along with the Patriots coaching staff. Um, just another option for them to look at players and, and see where that's going. Mike, let's talk about what else is going on around the NFL here. Um, before we get to the top of the hour, we're live at State Farm Arena. Guys, we'll get you updated on the latest with the Hawks and Milwaukee Bucks as they're coming your way tonight at 7 o'clock. Sean Payton's going to pick his job. He will have, if he wants to come back to coaching, he will have the option to pick his job. The latest team to get permission to talk to him, and the reason why, guys, is because the Saints still own his rights. There will be compensation involved. Correct. Because basically the Saints are trading Sean Payton to whatever team he's going to go to, and they are going to get compensation in return. But the latest team, Mike, is the Cardinals. (laughs) I don't have any interest if I'm him in the Cardinals. Well, I mean – DeAndre Hopkins rumored to be being shopped, and maybe that happens, maybe that doesn't. But, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, you're going to sell yourself to an organization that I can fix this situation, and and, and perhaps he'll pay a premium to get that. You know, and, and Sean Payton's going to be north of $10 million, and he's going to get some cuckoo loot. Um, I'm still waiting to see what Brandon Staley does. Good article in The Athletic today about uh, him and how he's kind of runs hot and cold with some people, and he's sometimes really aggressive, and this year not as aggressive. But anyway, you I, I think San, I'm sorry, Los Angeles Chargers is a really good fit because you got a quarterback that's turnkey for me. Just looking for a better brain offensively in, yeah. that, in that situation. Well, I, listen, I agree. I think they've got a lot of tools. They drafted the right way. 
Um, I think the brilliance of Sean Payton offensively with that team is dangerous, right? right? Eckler, Allen, the the weapons they have. Um, The other news today around the NFL, and this is good news, is Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, released from the hospital, guys. And literally, we've been talking about this journey over the last nine days, but he got discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center today. Um, he's back at home in Buffalo with his family. He went through a series of comprehensive medical evaluations, but the doctors there say they feel good about where he's at. And now this starts the next part of his rehab, but it's going to be from at home and, and with the Bills organization. So right. that was great news today about DeMar Hamlin. And, again, imagine if he's out there for the play of the coin toss, if he's able to oh. be there. I mean, again, let's, let's give the man a chance to rest his body, but that would be something that would be goosebump city for anybody, regardless if you're a Bills fan or not. All right, looking towards the playoffs, we're talking around the NFL, guys. Coach Arthur Smith joined us uh, earlier this hour. All the interviews, by the way, online at odyssey.com. Lamar Jackson remains out. We're looking ahead to wild card weekend. They're playing the Bengals in Cincinnati, and it doesn't look like he's going to play. I mean, you got you a license to print money when you got the NFL on your league, on your television. You know, if you're CBS or, you know, in this case, NBC. I'm curious to see what the numbers are going to be. It's Ravens, Bengals. It's Sunday night football. It's the, remember, it's a triple header on Sunday. That's right. You get the uh, the Bills and the Dolphins. We'll talk about them in a second. There's another one that's going to be tough to watch. You get the Giants, the rematch of the 60-some-odd-yard field goal against the Vikings in the middle. But Ravens, Bengals is Sunday night, 8 o'clock at NBC. No Lamar Jackson. No chance for the Ravens. None. I, I mean, listen, Tyler Huntley. I would. Who has a ro- it was a rotator cuff issue, by the way. Yeah, Mike. I'm going to say this: if if we come back in here Monday next week, and I know you know we're in the middle of the week now, but and they have upset the Bengals, I'll be willing to do just about anything because I don't believe this is the one game. And I'm not going to tell you they'll cover because believe it or not, the Ravens defense has played well outside of the first quarter of the game last week. Ravens defense held them to three points. They played well enough. They just don't have any offense. That's just it. Now, the most compelling matchup, you could argue, is the two great-haired quarterbacks, Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and Justin <laughs> Herbert. That is your 8-15 NBC game on Saturday night. That's what I'm really looking forward to, and we'll see if Doug Peterson can continue his uh, his amazing run this year. Or Chargers, again, we just said it. Staley could lose, go to the playoffs and lose his job. That's not hype. And then, of course, uh, again, how compelling is Seattle and San Francisco? Uh, 4:30 on Saturday. Do you feel it's again? It's in San Francisco. They're the, you know they're a higher seed. Their defense is going to get after Geno Smith for some turnovers. Yeah, I, to me, that's that's another game that's going to be hard um, because I just think the 49ers right now are probably the best team in the NFL, and defensively, they're as stout as anybody. It's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. This is what makes the NFL playoffs so much fun, guys. As we talk about what's coming up this weekend. I'm going to tell you what's coming up here. Oh, and by the way, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we said much. Tua is out. He's done. So, yep. Skyler. Yes. yes. Great name for a server at Twin Peaks. Not exactly the quarterback I wanted to center going into Buffalo. I didn't. I was not impressed last week. Well, they scored, was it 11-6 against the Jets? They, two field goals. That was not impressed at all. Uh, and you're going to need a lot more to go to Buffalo to win in that situation. But I will say this. This is what – the playoffs are weird, man. Right. You, we, we're sitting here and we're saying this. I'm not telling you Buffalo's going to win 35-3. to Sometimes these games get wacky, and, and the Dolphins may score, but I don't think they win the game. Just real quick, Seattle, nine-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, Chargers, two-and-a-half-point favorite in Jacksonville. Dolphins are nearly a two-touchdown dog, 13-and-a-half to Buffalo. Chris, give me Jacksonville right yeah, now. I want Jacksonville, and I want I want those Bills. They're going to smoke Miami. Uh, the Giants are a three-point dog on the road. What's and, the – 
What's Ravens. the spread on the, the Bills game? The Bills are a 13-and-a-half point yeah, favorite against digits. Skyler and the Dolphins. And then just real quick, the final game we just mentioned, it is uh, the uh, the uh, Bengals eight-and-a-half point favorites against right. Lamar Jackson, less Ravens. We're coming back, guys. We got to talk about it because everybody's starting to wonder, are we watching something incredibly special? I'll explain when we return on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 